Welcome to the True and Work podcast. We're your hosts, Nikki Kilburn and Chandra Riley. We hold conversations with people from marginalized communities that will inspire you to connect with their purpose. In this conversation, we're talking about belonging in the arts with Tracy Morgan, Community Engagement Manager at the Fruit Market in Edinburgh. She has over 20 years experience managing arts engagement projects and a commitment to encouraging a range of audiences to engage with contemporary art, including young people, adults, older people and people with disabilities. Hi Tracy. Hi Chandra, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Hi Nikki. Hi Chandra, hi Tracy. Let's get right into it. What does belonging mean to you in your work, Tracy? Um, that's a really good question. Um, I'm the um, community engagement manager at the Fruit Market Gallery in Edinburgh, and I work with community groups. So making people feel welcome um, uh, in a space is really important um, for me. Um, so the most important thing for me is understanding people's needs um, when they're coming into the space as well. So that's considering people's access needs and maybe where they're coming from a little bit so that um, we can understand um, and make a safe space for those groups that are um, coming into sessions. Um, the fruit market is for everybody. I always think that we're custodians of that place, you know, and that we want to welcome people and learn from people. It's a it's a live organisation that is kind of uh, learning and developing. So um, for for me, yeah, welcoming is really important. Yes. Well, when we did a project with you, it, our voices um, in the studio, I definitely felt welcomed and supported. Um, as a woman of color and a person who is also lives with a disability, I felt supported and looked after for sure. Oh, I'm glad that is the case, Chandra. And it's like I always say to people, you know, if we're not doing it right, let us know so that we can actually um, amend things and put things in place to support people. It is a learning curve sometimes, but um, but I'm 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 glad um, and I'm look forward to continue to work with you as well, Chandra. Oh, thanks, Tracy. Uh, what is important for you as a practitioner, Tracy, when working with people from minority communities? Well, I think sort of like for me, it is trying to understand sort of like where people are coming from. I always start from that. Where where are we starting from? And that's with any group that I work with. Um, and so um, preparation sort of like meetings in advance are really important for me. You know, it was, that was great to sort of like work with um, uh, both of you to sort of like work on how we presented um, the Our Voices exhibition and how you wanted it presented. In particular, it was your work, you know, um, and and then also how we then developed the workshop and how that could be presented as well. So for me, it's it's co-production is always key. Um, it's working with 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 the community group that I'm working with, um, and respecting where they're coming from, um, and and then sort of like looking at how we can work together to create the best possible project or program or exhibition. When we did the Our Voices exhibition and workshop, 
we felt heard, didn't we, Chandra? Yes, absolutely. And that was really important for us because the exhibition itself is very much coming from the perspective of the lived experience of not feeling heard and not being seen. Mm -hmm. And that was really important through that process when we did the workshop to be able to bring people together from different backgrounds with different experiences to talk about a topic that is very emotive and can be upsetting having that safe space that we created together was essential so the co-production side of that and really thinking about how we were setting up the space how we were using the space and the environment is so important, isn't it? For people feeling that sense of meaning and connection and having time as well, I think that was what was valuable and important, that it felt there was enough time for everybody to get to know each other. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was a wonderful workshop. I learned so much from that workshop and I felt like very much it was a beginning you know, and I think sort of like from the participants who took part in that workshop as well, they were saying that, you know, they felt it like like it was a beginning as well and that they wanted to do more. Yeah. That um, they felt like it was a safe space to discuss a really kind of challenging um, topic um, and that, that they could allow themselves to be honest in that environment, which was really important. Yeah, and I think there's that reality of maybe not always saying the right thing or not getting it or maybe making a mistake, but still feeling that that's okay and mm. still being included. Yes, absolutely. And and I think one of the joys that I find working with both of you is that you're really supportive and, and you're really caring. So it fe feels like... Um, when we're working together, that we're actually going forward to produce something positive. Oh, thanks, Tracy. Oh, that's wonderful. That makes me feel fuzzy. <laughs> me too. <laughs> and it's so true, isn't it? Because in your words, Tracy, racism is a harrowing experience. And yes, we created something really wonderful and positive. Definitely. And the people attending the workshops and folks that came to the exhibition, their feedback was that they felt it opened their understanding more and helped them to connect with their own experiences as well as make sense of them in some ways. Yeah, and I think that is 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 really important to offer up those opportunities for people. Yeah. And I think, you know, Howard Dina sort of Pendel sort of like discusses those kind of really strong themes within her work. Um and but then offers a counterbalance in terms of her work as well. She very talk she much talks about sort of beauty and sort of like creativity as being sort of an opportunity to yeah. sort of like counterbalance those kind of really important political messages as well that she's trying to communicate. Um, and and to some extent, I think that's what you did with the um, the Our Voices workshop. You offered a counterbalance. Hi, it's Chandra here. If you're enjoying this podcast and you don't want to miss a conversation, please subscribe. Thanks for listening. Right, how do we support communication and partnership across communities to enable a shared understanding and experience of belonging? Okay, I think that is a really important 
question. And I think sort of like the communication aspect is is key. Um, And like we talked about earlier about sort of like meeting pre-project and and making sure sort of like from the very start, we use a co-production approach um, in the work. I think that's, for me, that's really vital. Um, That starts, it gives you a good foundation. and partnership work is key as well. It's key in terms of looking at how you develop the whole project. I mean, we're talking about, you know, uh, maybe a future project. We don't know exactly what that's going to be yet. We've got some ideas, but we've already started sort of like to develop that in a partnership approach. And right before we even put a funding application in, we're still talking about sort of like how we're working together to do that. And I think for me, that's really important to develop good um, work. Um, and then sort of like establishing the, um, the, the, the spaces as well that people are going to operate within. So whether that's, a, you know, the gallery space or an external space, it's thinking about how, how is that space suitable for the type of activity that you're delivering as well. But for me, it all starts with this co-production model. It's really important, isn't it, that we have the time to bring those things together because I've worked in third sector for a really long time in mental health. So there's sort of like similarities with the arts that we're funded, we're commissioned to deliver things, we deliver things in partnerships with other agencies and organisations and often what I found has been one of the biggest challenges is actually having the time to develop and build the relationship and having clarity around what the partnership actually is in practice. Because what can happen and what can be a real challenge is that there's a real lack of resourcing around like what we would like to do and what we can do. And then that can create difficulties along the way when we're trying to bring something together And I think what you said there around those pre-conversations is really valuable and important and about managing the expectations, ensuring that it isn't tokenism as well, because I've had experiences with other projects where it is about kind of finding people from minority communities to come in and deliver something and then they do the show or whatever it is and then afterwards there feels this kind of disconnect and everybody just rushes back to what they were doing before um, without really, you know, following up with people and, you know, connecting with how that's been beneficial to them. And I think the review is as important, that reflection. And you did that with us, Tracy, which I thought was really nice after our workshop. We all sat and we had a good chat about how it was. And that's all part of the process, isn't it? And then there's really making sure that we're centering the experience of people from minority communities. And I think sometimes we need to ask people as well. I think there's a lot of work that we can still do around gathering information and finding out what's important and how we do things. Ask the communities. Mm. Yeah, because this can often be imposing a system, a way of doing things like this is kind of how we're going to do things and then you're going to slot in like this Yes, and their voice is lost along the way. Uh, Absolutely spot on, Nikki. It's like, I think that is so true. And it's like, we need to be able to ask those difficult questions as well about what didn't work. 
you know, and learn from that. Um, because I think sometimes people shy away from these things. Um, um, but to really, truly sort of learn and to enable us to build a better, you know, program going forward, we need to we need to take on board what didn't work as well. Um, but and that kind of like sharing and celebrating what did work as well. And I think that's what we did sort of like after the session that we had, you know, we had that time to be able to sort of like go through the evaluations from the participants and share sort of like that information that was handed over and just kind of have a really good in-depth chat about what was delivered. Um, but I do think you're right. Time is always the most valuable thing in everything. And, and and sometimes maybe we take on too many things. Yeah, in my experience, often as the project is being set up and the planning and then the doing, there is a lot of contact and there's a lot of engagement. And if you are connecting with people that are vulnerable using services, don't have visibility, this is a really amazing opportunity to then go from having all that contact to nothing which is often what happens once the project finishes. And that can be really difficult for people and they can end up feeling like they have been used and they don't feel that it's made a significant difference for them. And we have to think about who's benefiting from this and where the real value is. Because if this is about community, it's actually about the people coming to the groups and using the services available and connecting with the project. It's not really about the organisations and often it can end up being about, like you said, Tracy, meeting targets and meeting outcomes. What I've taken away from this conversation is that belonging is about creating safe, comfortable spaces, um, being mindful of people's needs. I think it's about communication, having conversations and understanding each other better and talking about things like, what does belonging mean? Because through that, we can then explore how we can best meet people's needs. That's what I'm taking away, the value of talking and understanding and listening. Loving this podcast? Go to session notes for links to our blog, website and socials. Thanks for listening. Thank you, Tracy. I'm going to ask you three questions that we ask every one of our guests. Um to see what just what they're gonna say and what things we have in common. So the first question is, what does woke mean to you? I think for me, it means um, educating myself. It means reading about a particular topic. It means doing some research. It means doing the work so that I'm actually prepared. Um, when challenging things come up for me um, or when they do come up for me, I'm going to start thinking about, well, what does that mean to me? And acknowledging that that maybe there's something being triggered in me and acknowledging that and working with it. So there's two things, I think, acknowledging feelings and education. Thank you, Tracy. Um, what does a meaningful connection feel like? It feels good. Um, 
I think you know when when something is working instinctively, you have a gut feeling about something. So, I mean, sometimes that it, it takes time and effort to make a meaningful connection. Sometimes it happens very naturally. Um, I think the the way that we've worked together it's um it felt very natural actually felt easy and sometimes things need a lot of work to make to make that connection and and I've had different experiences but but um but yeah both of those okay that's lovely thanks Tracy what you said about putting the effort and the work to create that meaningful connection is great Sometimes we associate connection with something that's instinctual and it's natural and it's easy and it's not always easy and it's important that we find ways to do that and it doesn't mean it's less, it means it's different. Mm, exactly. Yeah, and 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 it might take longer as well. Yeah. Um. So, like you said, um, time is really important because, um, that that connection, um, with some sort of like people or some groups, it might take a longer period of time to develop. Um, it doesn't mean that it's not worth doing. It just means that it's a different process. Yep, and you might need to build trust around that too. What is the best thing about being human? Wow, God, that's a big question, isn't it? Um, I, I, I think that the best thing about being human is, is people getting to know people, and 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 sharing sort of like our experiences. Um, I think that's what makes us human, really. Mm, yeah, and that goes into that connection as well, doesn't it? Well, thank you, Tracy. It's been great having you on today. Thank you, Tracy. It's been amazing to have this conversation with you. It's been really valuable and we look forward to many more. Well, thank you very much for inviting me. I've loved having these conversations with you and I look forward to future ones as well. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others post about it on social media or leave a rating and review to catch all the latest from us you can follow us on instagram at true and woke or on our facebook page true and woke links to resources mentioned in this episode are available in the show notes special thanks to ajit and matt elliott music true and woke is a community interest company based in scotland This episode is funded by the National Lottery Awards for All. Thanks again for listening, and we hope you'll join us again soon.